Welcome to episode 94 of the Thrash Report. This is your music and commentary podcast. We discuss all things metal and heavy music. My name is Chris, and joining me again, my co-host, Jim Osborne. <laughs> no, you're, you're Marv Ellis today. Marv and Ellis. Jim Osborne. Jim, how's it going, man? I'm doing well. I am back. Thank you for throwing an episode out solo last week while I'm out doing life things and visiting no people. But yeah, doing good. Ready to talk some meta. Yeah, dude. We got some fun, uh, some fun news. We're gonna talk a little bit about um the upside down. We're gonna go uh back in time, back to um Let's see. I think we got, we're back, gosh, 33 years. Holy shit. It's going to be a good one. And then um, another one that's 21 years old. And uh, we're going to review a, uh, a show that happened and uh, let's go ahead and get rolling, man. So <laughs> I, I watched some TikToks <laughs> this week. Jim, what's happening with the world? I'm not very active on TikTok, but luckily Metallica is big enough to cross out of TikTok into mainstream media, and people are trying to cancel Metallica. This band is ancient, so let's just jump straight in because it's going to be very, very long. And starting off with a bang, there is their anti-Semitism. First, there's this picture of Hetfield and Ulrich doing a Nazi salute. More recently, Hetfield plays on this guitar that contains Iron Crosses. And if you don't know, Iron Crosses are neo-Nazi dog whistle symbols. Yeah, man. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I watched a, a woman basically just it, all these like just absurd things <laughs> um, of how they're like everything that they've done about being racist and all this stuff. And I, I, I don't know. It's just absurd. Yep, it's a lot of stuff from when they're much younger and not as life experienced. Maybe I don't know. Who doesn't do dumb shit when they're young? Uh, people, people do. Um, and again, I don't know. I mean, some of the stuff. I, I just, I don't know if. I don't know. I just, I, I can't believe some of the stuff is true. But you know, I mean, it's hard. It's, it's one of those things where you know they're your. They're your heroes, right? Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's, I don't know. Like I said, it's just, I think it's kind of absurd that people are just kind of coming out, bringing up things that happened, you know, 30, almost 40 years ago. It's crazy. Which doesn't make it right that they did it back then either, but they're different people then than they are now. I'm different now than I was 20 oh, years ago. Absolutely. Absolutely. I said some real stupid shit. But uh, it's yeah. not recorded anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, again, that's one of the things that, you know, now things are, they're going to be there forever, right? Yep. So if we jump back uh, to uh, Stranger Things, I know that it's kind of it takes over. We talk a lot about it, but, mm -hmm. you know, again, having uh, Metallica's Master of Puppets come back to number one, um, definitely trending all over the world because of the popularity of that show. Metal sucks has a really cool article. 
What? Well, it's just cleared up though that uh, Master of Puppets has always been number one. <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah. you are correct, sir. <laughs> Not my favorite Metallica song, but probably the best song ever. So yeah, they did a Metal Sucks did a ten songs Stranger Things Eddie Munson should have played in the Upside Down, and I didn't read everything underneath. I just looked at the songs and. The article has a picture of Vic Rattlehead from uh, Peace Cells, and I thought, or I thought for sure I would have seen um, Hangar 18, maybe. It's all the alien shit, but a different album. But anyway, so they used The Conjuring instead. Megadeth The Conjuring instead of Master of Puppets, they thought would be better. And so you got this one. Ozzy Osbourne, The Ultimate Sin. Don't See, think that, that would have gone over too well. Yeah, well, and that's the thing, you know, it's like, I know that they had, you know, um, as far as like rock and metal songs that were popular, I mean, getting radio play back then, getting uh, videos, I mean, MTV was actually a thing then, right? Mm-hmm. You kind of look at, I don't know, I just, I don't think, I don't think Ultimate Sin would have had the same fighting against these bat demons i don't know right don't get me wrong i love that song but yeah. i don't think it fits with that show this one yeah slayer raining blood that would work i you know that would be pretty badass right mm-hmm. i mean it would have it would kind of fit the scene um maybe i should throw a couple of overdubs over that scene and see what it looks like <laughs> Yeah, just imagine like actual blood raining in the upside down on. <laughs> I mean, I've always loved that, like the opening riff. They play it the four times, and then they go into the. Yep. Oh, just that transition right there, and it's just so damn heavy. So good. So, so I could see that one. Then we go into Metal Church, mm-hmm. Ton of Bricks, again a classic metal tune. Um, again, I just don't think it has the same power. That, mm-hmm. that you would need to to for that scene. Yeah, and then Judas Priest, Jawbreaker. I don't know a lot about Priest, but just judging on their style, I don't think anything they have would be heavy enough. <laughs> like you, yeah, exactly. I was gonna say, I just I don't think it would have been heavy enough. Black Sabbath, um, Neon Knights, and that wouldn't have been bad. I don't know for that scene, but I could definitely see that having a place in an episode somewhere. Seeing the way Dio is with all of his. Yep. Dio, his little fairies and elves and shit. Yep. All that. That could be totally playing when they're doing D&D or something. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I was driving downtown the other day and I did see a lady walking across the street wearing a Hellfire Club shirt. (laughs) I think it's so crazy. Do you see that Metallica now has their own branded ones? Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. I sent that to my daughter and she's like, bro, so I want I. one. <laughs> Not your daughter. I sent it to my daughter. No, I sent it to my daughter. <laughs> and um, I saw a girl today. She's probably 13, 14 or so wearing a black Sabbath shirt too. So awesome. Ooh, there, so there might be hope. There might oh, be yeah. hope, hope for the younger generation. For sure. Uh, this next one. Pretty killer tune. I mean, two minutes to midnight. Uh, it kind of fits, bro. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's not necessarily like kind of what the song is about and stuff, but I, I, 
I could see it. I could see it in there. Uh, again, just not heavy enough. I can't see it. Dude, Bonded by Blood by Exodus. I said I think that's a little too, too far. Because I don't think it could have. That's the one thing. Like, to gain the, the height of popularity like Master did for mm-hmm. that series, I think Exodus is kind of just a little bit too far. Like it wouldn't have grabbed all the young kids and all the, you know what I mean? I don't know. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Heavy as shit song, but that yep. yeah, doesn't do it for me. Oh, dude. I didn't even see this one. <laughs> Fucking aftershock. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I think I just crapped a little. That's such a great song. Indeed. SOD, March of the SOD, Sergeant D and SOD. <laughs> See, that, this is silly. It's just silly that they're, <laughs> that they're making this list up. You know, let's yeah. actually take a minute because I don't remember. Did we do this off air? Or did we do it on a recording when we talked about the next, se- the next season, right? Season number five, the year is going to be 1988, right? Is that what mm-hmm. we said? I Maybe. think so. Um, and we're like, okay, what album or what band do they have to highlight? And we're like, Among the Living would be pretty killer. Oh, yeah. yeah. We did talk about that. I don't remember if it was on air or not. I mean, what air. are some other... I think we need, we need everyone, we need people listening to send us in your thoughts on what band or what album, what song should... Um, uh, should Stranger Things use in season five? Most likely it's already probably written, but. I think we did say Among the Living. Follow me or die. Dude. Among, among, (laughs) among. Okay, that's coming up later. All right. So out of these 10 songs, none of them just have the epic nature of Master of Puppets. Just they don't reach that level. No, and I'm sorry. I mean, uh, Hesher, Keenan. The, who who had written this article, you know, some pretty killer tracks there, but I don't know where they just, I think you just kind of pulled them out of your, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Dude, let's go ahead and jump into the, uh, this next one. And actually I listened to this the other day I was traveling for work and I was in the hotel and I saw this, I'm like razor. I don't Jesus. even remember. I don't even remember this band. What? I barely know the name. Like I've seen it around in like old magazines or something. And just, I don't know. So it was a little familiar when they put this article up, but yeah, Canadian thrash band razor are coming back with their first album studio album in 25 years. Cycle of contempt. So that was a new single by Razor called Flames of Hatred. Um, yeah, I mean, what do we know about these guys? Like I said, I'd never even heard of them before. Yeah, I have no idea. I've 
I don't know, Canadian Thrashers. That's about all I know. And they're they're back. That's right. That's right. So keep an eye out for that one. Yeah, the new new song will have eleven tracks. Uh, when does it drop? September twenty third. Their new album drops. Um, make sure you go get their new album called Cycle of Contempt. Available relapse. You can go pre-order today if you want. Um, and again, they have a official lyric video on YouTube. Joey Belladonna was interviewed. Yeah, I saw the headline. I didn't dive into this. Did you read this? I did, and it's uh, basically him talking about his departure, original departure from Anthrax, and coming back, and how he never quit the band. They booted him out, and he's always appreciated what they've done, are doing now. He's happy to be back, but he still thinks every day about how at one time those guys did not like him. So that's going to be tough. That would be hard. Um... Yeah, I mean, if you hear the band members talk about him now, that they sing huge praise for him and they just love him. But yeah, yeah, it was a different time, early '90s, late '80s. I mean, I think a lot of it was alcoholic. He's an alcoholic back then, or uh, really? Or I had read that, and I don't know if that was Scott's book or something. But yeah, he had a problem with alcohol, and was a big part of why they booted him. I guess I didn't realize that. I remember reading that somewhere. But then I don't know how long he's been clean, but I know he's, I also read that he's clean now. So but. awesome. Well, again, I had the, I was fortunate enough to see him just recently. And we'll talk yeah. about that here in a few minutes. So it, it would be hard, but I think, you know, it's one of those things where as you grow as, as a person, right, you can, you, you can your past is the past, right? And you have to keep looking forward. So again, I wish them all the best and hopefully we can keep moving forward. And again, we know they got new material coming out. It's going to fucking kick our ass and knock our sack off and all of the above. All right. Guess who's back. We've talked about them <laughs> a couple of years ago. Yes. It happened. Well, a month or two ago, Beavis and Butthead do the universe came out on Paramount plus and a new episode of the show itself has dropped. I'm not sure how many are out there right now, but I know the very first one is on YouTube. And my son and my wife and I watched it this uh, just the other day. What what better way of family bonding than over Beavis <laughs> and Butthead? How to make tattooing in prison. A soda can, some toilet tissue, some hair grease, and a saltine crackers box. Fold the oh, tissue wait. up and twist This guy it is definitely a criminal. <laughs> That's what it should look like. What accent is this? <laughs> Take your hair grease and fill it's up like half of It's like a prison mouth. accent. <laughs> yeah, I want to talk like that. <laughs> Get some toilet tissue, salty and cracker box. Tear off three sheets of toilet tissue. <laughs> Twist it up real tight. Light your candle and set your box over top of it to collect all the soot. Set your box over top of it. Set the box on two pencils so it Set can it breathe. on two pencils so it can breathe. <laughs> yeah, I think it was my son's intro to them. I know he's heard me talk about them and stuff. I don't know if he's ever seen one and you know how they have like two episodes per episode mm -hmm. or two different little skits, whatever. The second one was okay. The first one was friggin' hilarious. <laughs> I mean, just they picked up right where they left off and they have not grown as people. <laughs> uh, well, I am, <laughs> uh, 
again, I didn't know that that first episode is on YouTube. So I will. It's going to be um, probably tonight. I'll have time to watch it tonight. Hell yeah. Well, and I was wondering if they're going to have music videos. And they kind of did, kind of did not. Hmm. They make fun of viral videos. Ah. And okay. it, <laughs> it was awesome. So good. Well, now I'm, I'm excited. It'll, I'll add it to my list. So if you have Paramount Plus out there, give me your password. See, dude, this would be a perfect example. We have to get better. We got to hire somebody in marketing, bro. You know, we got such, such a budget here at the Thrash Report. We got to hire somebody for marketing. That would have been a perfect tie-in to then have our own Paramount Plus promo code, right? Mm-hmm. And we could have just pitched the piss out of it. So if anyone here listening is from Paramount Plus, hook us up, let us know, we'll spread the word. Yeah. Isn't that how business is done? I think so. You just ask and it happens. Yeah, I think so. That's all you have to do. I'll have, no, I'll no have hard your work. people talk to my people. Okay. So have your people find our people. That's right. If you know where our people is, <laughs> if you know where our people are, let us know. Is person speak to yours? Oh, bro. Yeah. See, I miss talking to you, bro. You make you make, make me laugh. <laughs> Dude, what oh, is this thanks. split decision? What is this? Split decision is the most recent book that I read. What? Yeah. What, is, who, how, and what? It is co-written by uh, Tracy Lauren Merrow, aka Ice Motherfucking T bitch. Oh, nice. And his friend Spike. Oh, I and, did hear about this. Yeah, I saw a few weeks ago. I saw Ice T on one of the late night shows, and he's talking about his book, and it just sounded awesome. And I've always thought Ice T is just a cool dude. Yeah, and uh, I read it. I see. I got it last Friday. I started it on my lunch, and then I finished it the next day. It wasn't like a super long read, but I just could not put it down. I mean, the stories are crazy. It's about um, he was orphaned in. New Jersey, or he grew up in New Jersey until he's 12, I think, and then was orphaned and sent to live with his aunt in LA and how he kind of got into the crime life and busting jewelry boxes and stores and stealing shit and how that's just what they did. And then he discovered, or he happened into music and kind of chose that path and decided to go legit and like drop all the crime stuff and just focus everything on his music and obviously he's extremely successful and then the other half of the story is spike who didn't go legit (laughs) and yep kept doing crimes and he's uh working on music and stuff too and just had a horrible crime or a crime went horribly wrong um and just how ice went on to success and fame and spike was sentenced to 35 years to life. Wow. Yeah. This is crazy. And dude, mm-hmm. I just, I just found it here and the audiobook. Um, typically I can't read cause it puts me to sleep, but the audiobook, bro, eight hours and 53 minutes, but narrated by ice T. I'm going to have to get the audiobook. That'd be badass. <laughs> Does it say if Spike reads his parts? Uh, it just says narrator Ice T. Okay. 
So I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, this is interesting. I'm going to add it to my wish list right now. I wonder if it's part of the, there's a law or something like you can't make money off your crime. Oh. So I wonder if he's not credited or something. But yeah, it's really cool. It goes back and forth. It's not like a real long chapter from Ice and then a long chapter from Spike. It's more like a few paragraphs and they go back and forth and kind of talk about the same thing from opposite sides. And oh, it's awesome. Split decision. Ice tea and Spike. Check it out. Cool. That's awesome. Bro, this next story, um, I actually just happened to come across it. Um, this next story is I, um, so I use uh, the app Libby, and this is where I can uh, check out books and I can check out like material from the library. So I can check out eBooks and audiobooks. And I discovered now in Libby that I can, um, you can actually check out magazines as well. And I was like, Ooh. what? Okay. So I, I, I uh, went in and I'm like, there's hundreds, but I'm like, well, I like, so I checked out a few tech magazines, guitar magazines, and then popular science. Cause I'm a nerd and believe it or not, I'm like just perusing the magazine and there's a story well done, really in depth. The science is clear. Metal music is good for you. Yeah. This is by Martha Harrison. This was published uh, the end of June, but they go so in depth on so many different things. It's awesome. See, um, they are listening to us. It, it, I mean, that. they go into they go into the anatomy of a logo, right? And they talk about the differences between like the thrash logo and the metal logo. Is it pointy <laughs> letters, harsh color schemes? Is it like left and right symmetry, black or white color screams, and they show like, you know, like a, uh, like a death metal type logo, like a black metal logo. Mm -hmm. But then also they go on to say, you know, metal heads really aren't who you think they are. And just as much, you know, there, sometimes the genres can be pretty complex and so are metal fans, right? We're really diverse. There's a myriad of different kinds. We're a lot less angry and the stereotypes typically betray us to be mm -hmm. and what's crazy is that it said a full over like 145 different nations have at least one metal band in yeah. the year 2021 and then they break down metal bands per hundred thousand residents in the top countries and so finland has 85 metal bands per hundred thousand residents <laughs> Um, nice. Yeah. And they go through uh, Iceland, Sweden. Um, I'm going to say us, we're not even on the list, but even like Greece and Malta, I mean, Malta has 20 metal bands per hundred thousand, um, uh, uh, population. And they even go into the right way to headbang. Right. So they talk about how you want to avoid decades of thrashing can lead to pinched nerves and bulging discs. So they said, here we go. This is how you safely do it. And they go in a 2008 study basically talked about how much stress and punishment your skull and neck can take from headbanging. The story was awesome, man. But it talked about if your head moves more than 90 degrees in each headbang. So try it when you're banging your head, try not to overextend either direction. Keep it 90 degrees, right? 
Um, we seeing metal dudes at shows now with protractors on. That's right. Neck. That's right. But then they also kind of talk about too, you know, do it at a little bit slower pace. So even if the music gets what they said safe safely, you could bang, you could bang safely, you could head bang uh, below 110 beats a minute. But if you, it, it, you know, if it starts to get faster than that, and then you know you want to avoid strain. What you can do is again, you know, the faster it goes, don't bang your head more than 45 degrees. Anyway, there's a lot of science and the head banging safely. And I just, I thought that was really nerdy and geeky, but they also go into everything from the mosh pit and talking about, you know, circle pit versus uh, they actually go circle pit, which is uh, the tendency to stick together or flock together. The triggers are well known as a vortex, right? But then they also talk about the wall of death. (laughs) I love it. So Cornell's study, they actually, so this was like a Cornell study where they studied mosh pits. It's awesome. And they said um, the wall of death where this phenomena, you know, every metalhead knows it, (laughs) but they said the song kicks in, members of the crowd separate into two opposite ends run toward each other. And, um, it's absolute carnage is what they said, but it's pretty cool. Then they, they also talk about just the traditional mosh pit. Um, and they talk about how, you know, each person moves according to their own whim, like just motions around people, um, kind of open space at random. There's a lot of different, uh, different methods they go through there. So I thought that was, that was pretty cool. And then check that out. Yeah, man. As we kind of wrap up, they actually did talk about, I love this title. Can metal help us save the world? <laughs> and I, I just thought that was so great. And they're, they're basically saying that, you know, when you accept that metal builds communities. Yeah. The science argues that, uh, yeah, we could maybe do that. So anyway, I think it was really cool. We'll have the link in the show notes. Um, I mean, they go, they even break it down to what's in a song, the anatomy of a song, how many times or typically what songs are about personal relationships, fear, dreams, loss, suffering, death, hatred, stories, blood, love, nature. All these are typically what these songs are built on. But uh, I thought uh, I thought it was a really cool story. So go check out Popular Science. We'll have a link in the show notes. Awesome. Awesome. Dude. <sighs> this next one. Yeah, this one. New releases. That's what we need, brother. We need some yes. fucking thrash. So I don't even know what you call them. <laughs> they don't even know what to call them sometimes. But yes, that was Ex Mortis. Oh man! So this so was the new single. New yeah, new single Oathbreaker via Nuclear Nuclear Blast. Did mm-hmm. this? I mean, this kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, did you know this was coming? I saw them announced a couple weeks ago that they had new stuff coming. I thought they said maybe in September. 
Okay. But yeah, they. I was just listening. Uh, it was exclusively released. Um, let's see, would have been the the ninth, August 9th, I think. Exclusively released on Liquid Metal, and I happened to just be sitting at my desk listening to Liquid Metal, like I most times do. <laughs> and I heard Jose talking, and I was kind of half listening, and then he said, "What are your California?" I'm like, "Hey, Ex Mortis is from there." <laughs> and then he started talking about a new Ex Mortis song and how they have signed to Nuclear Blast Records and played Oathbreaker once an hour the rest of the day. And I love it. That is awesome, dude. And I like my Ex Mortis very heavy, but some people might like Ex Mortis a little lighter. Oh, look at you. <laughs> Isn't that clever? Those of you that are, those of you that are listening, he's holding up an ex mortis lighter. <laughs> hey, um, it will burn your village down. Yeah, bro. I mean, I like like I said, I to me it just kind of just dropped out of nowhere. I was, um, yeah, just in my social feed, all of a sudden it was like, oh, tomorrow there's going to be something new, and I was like, what? Yeah. Uh-huh. So pretty badass. Hey, you know, you mentioned Jose, and I just want to take a moment to say mm-hmm. our well wishes go out to him and his family. I know that he was missing for a little bit. Those of you may have noticed he did post on his social that um, him and his wife are, are separating. I don't know if they actually are going through divorce. I'm not, I don't know the details, but I just want to say, Hey, our thoughts go out to you. I know it can be a challenging time um, as a, a divorcee myself. Just know that, you know, um, Hey, we're, we're definitely, we're here for you. And, you know, we wish nothing mm-hmm. but best to you and your whole family. So um, be well, brother. Yeah. All right. So this next one, again, this was one I don't, this was new to me. Um, who is this band? Yeah. New band called Fugitive. Uh, there, there was an article a month or two or so ago on metal sucks about them. And they are, they just released an EP. So, well, I guess who they are. It's uh, members of Creeping Death, Power Trip, and they've started a new band. And it's wacky here. Okay. Yeah. Blake Ibanez, Ibanez. Sorry. Don't know how do you say that. Um, from Power Trip. And Victor Gutierrez from Impalers. Seth Gilmore from Scourge. Andy Messer from ANS and Stymie and Lincoln Mullins from Creeping Death. So yeah, their band is called Fugitive. It's awesome. They just released last week, August 8th, five songs. One of them is a Bathory cover, Raise the Dead. It sounds awesome. Listen to it a few times. cool man so fugitive their new ep uh titled uh maniac 
uh, has five songs and um, looks like it dropped the eighth. So yeah, go get that where you get your downloads. Yeah, sounds great. The singer kind of reminds me of obituary vocals. Oh, interesting. Nice. Yeah, and then uh, Blake says it. it's stuff that he could have brought to Power Trip, but he's playing it here, but it's not the exact same. It's not like expecting more of the same. He says it's slightly different riffage and it's down-tuned or it's a different tuning. I don't know if it sounded, sure. sounded you know, more down than Power Trip, but I think we it have, sounds awesome. Yeah, dude, totally. I think, um, yeah, I'm going to definitely, now that I just added it to my library here, I can listen to that this week. I know that... Um, we should make a case in Merriam-Webster's dictionary to add the word riffage because that would be awesome. Um, this next one, um, I know very little. If anyone knows more about these guys, this is one I don't even know where I discovered these. Uh, this band is called God of Nothing. Um. And they've been around, it says on their Facebook page, they've been around for about eight years. They were celebrating their eighth uh, anniversary. I don't know where they're from. I think they might be from like the Ohio area, but this band is called God of Nothing. And they have a new EP that drops in a couple weeks on the 26th titled Terrible Things via Legend Records, or I'm sorry, Legend Recordings. But uh, this track, Wither Away, is fucking rad. Yeah, so they also have another another uh, another single out too, um, and again, you can grab that EP in a couple of weeks. Um, if you know anybody that knows God of Nothing or knows more about them, let us know. If you are God of mm-hmm. Nothing, hit us up. Um, yeah, again, I'm, I'm like I said, I thought it was pretty rad. So check it out. Yeah, very cool, dude. Should we talk about some concerts, yo? Let's do it, dude. So yeah. last weekend. I, it was, it was awesome. So I don't even know where I can start. So basically I went to the, uh, the anthrax 40th and uh, celebrating their 40th anniversary tour anthrax, black label society and hate breed. Um, just sharing some of my thoughts, uh, hate breed as an opening back uh, opening band, absolutely destroyed. Like they were, destroyed I mean, everything. destroyed everything. Yes, they were on point, man. I mean, the pit was just insane from the beginning. I mean, I don't remember a time when the opening band, I mean, again, it was a sold out show, but I mean, it was packed. It was packed for Hatebreed and they just, they crushed it. Really good show. Jamie is just such a great front man. He's jumping around, mm-hmm. hopping around, getting the crowd hyped up. Um, and you know what? As someone that just, their music is so intense and so angry, but yet, you know, I don't know someone, I mean, he's one of the most positive dudes I know. Like he's just all about positive, like hot perseverance, right? He's just all about like just crushing it. The guy had a fucking smile on his face the entire time. <laughs> he's as happy as shit. And, uh, but anyway, he loves. that's right. So hey, breed, dude, they did a cover 
of Bonded by Blood by Exodus. It fucking, oh, nice. it fucking ruled. Um, yeah, so uh, Hatebreed crushed it. First time seeing Black Label Society. Um, wow. Like, it was so good. Like, I just can't even tell you. I didn't realize there was so much dual guitar action. Like, mm-hmm. like dual guitar, like, solos. And then they did this, like, guitar battle thing and then both of them did this guitar behind their head like battle back and forth and shit and then uh i i I can't even express how cool it was then afterwards while they were playing they fist bumped each other and shit it was like what is happening and then they did the um the what's the song the river in this river yeah in this river they did that one they pulled out a piano and he went and sat down and played that and i'm like it was so like dude I'm getting goosebumps again. It was so moving. Like, cause the big flags dropped down with Vinny and, and dime. Mm-hmm. So they had pictures of them and shit over their cabinets and dude, very emotional, super awesome. And uh, like I said, first time seeing him and I was just blown away and he sounds so good. He sings so well live. Like it. Yeah, it was, it was super awesome. Um, and we are the, you know, Minnesota motherfucking chapter. <laughs> and uh it was really good then um anthrax came out and again crushed it i've been hearing that on everywhere they go they're just nailing it you're just nailing it but here's the thing bro 70 minutes they didn't play very long yeah that's i that's i will say i'm disappointed i mean i love anthrax one of my favorite bands of all time mm-hmm. they they didn't play anything new. Not one new song. Which That's is crazy. Strange. Like nothing from anything from worship music? Yes, they did play worship music. They played um Devil You Know. Yes. Devil You Know, yep. But yeah, there none uh, there wasn't any new song they played or um what's their tribute to to Ronnie and In the End? In the End. Mm-hmm. What album is that on? Was that on the new one? Worship music. That's still a worship music. Okay. Track seven, I believe. So it's just kind of crazy that for all Kings, there, there wasn't anything anyway, but like I said, super fun. They all gave it freaking a million percent and they are awesome for being 60 year old dudes, just crushing it. They're, they are experts at their craft. Right. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, they, they played for just over an hour and I'm kind of like, dude, you got so many other songs to play, bro. <laughs> so I don't know. Is it because they are getting up there? Is it because they do need to rest? Is it because, you know, Charlie needs to, you know, recover because dude, remember he had carpal tunnel shit, you know, does mm-hmm. Joey need to rest his voice? I don't, I know that Scott, Scott was talking about, he had some, I don't know if he had surgery or did he have therapy because when he was touring with um, Mr. Bungle, he said that that like fucking bungled his arm and shit. Like he was like, mm. it was wrapped. I don't know if he had something happen to it, but anyway. Yeah, they've canceled their last couple shows. Yeah, that's and that's one thing I was going to bring up is that, you know, noticing that they did that uh, BLS and Hatebreed continued to play, but Anthrax did not due to mm-hmm. health concerns. I just hope everything's cool. That's all. Yeah, um, of course. I thought it was, I thought it was an awesome show. I cannot wait for new stuff. And, mm-hmm. 
yeah, I don't even like so many things that just, again, I, I was just grinning ear to ear the entire show. So if you have a chance, you know, I know that a few others that uh, have seen them in other cities as I'm following, I, there's a few people that I follow that we've been connected since the mega cruise and they've also went to that show and um, yeah, it's just, just killer. So cool. That's my two cents. Yeah. That's my wicked quick anthrax review. Super fun time. Oh, another thing too. get this. So the day of the show and I get a Ticketmaster notification on my phone. It says, Hey, upgrades available. And I'm like, Oh, what the fuck? And so I click on it. It's like, Oh, you can prepay coat check. I'm like, uh, whatever. Then it was like, you can, yeah. And then you can buy, you can buy, uh, the fast lane priority entrance for 15 bucks. And I'm like, you know, what the hell? straight to Ticketmaster. Yeah, you probably. I'm like, ah, what the hell? Okay. So I paid an extra 15 bucks and I get there. Holy fuck. I'm glad I did that. The line went as far as you could see down the fucking street. And I'm like, holy shit. I should have got here. Like, and so then I'm like kind of walking around. Where was it? uh, The Fillmore in Minneapolis. Super nice club, dude. This was the second time I've been there. And like, I, so I walked up to a dude and the, the cool thing too, is they had someone pre wristbanding you um, for drinks. So they had people out walking up and down the, the line mm-hmm. checking IDs. And so when they, they came up to me and I'm like, hey, where do I go for this fast lane pass? And he goes, Oh, follow me, brother. And he like leads me over moves, you know, moves a fence and he goes, Oh, right in here, dude, <laughs> I bypassed a half hour of line. Yeah, it was nice. to me well worth the $15. Just saying. Because then it started raining and shit. So I was able to get in there. But anyway, great, great time. And I look forward to new uh anthrax. Yeah. I've got a tour to talk about too that starts next Thursday in my town of Lacrosse at the warehouse. Again, always getting awesome bands. This is the permanent damage tour from August 18th, August 26th, featuring Gorgatron from Fargo and Break the Cycle, I believe, from Chicago. And Caught One, who we've talked about on here before. They had a release a year or two ago. And they're on the bill to open now. And I can't wait to see that. That's awesome, bro. So, yep, they're pretty much all across the upper Midwest. And they've got a couple of festivals thrown in there, too. They Slam Dakota Fest. I forget the name of the other one now, but. I've seen Gorgatron a couple times. They're amazing and looking forward to it again, especially at the warehouse. So that's, that's very cool. And then yep. we're, uh, and then you and I were going to be heading over to dime stock in just oh, a couple, yeah. just a couple weeks. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I was testing my new tent. So I got a new, uh, cause I got a new smaller backpacking tent. Um, and I thought, Oh, this will be a good one. Like I'll just, I'll do a dry run, you know? So I was going to pitch it up and then waterproof it and shit. And I, I pitched it and I'm like, this is a tiny fucking little tent. So I'm going to bring a bigger one. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, yeah, that'll be fun, bro. Yep. If you're out there, find us. Come chat. Yeah. Love to hear from you. Love to meet you. Do it. Do it. 
Um, dude, you're going to stump me with some trivia, bro? I hope not. What was the name of Joey Belladonna's solo band? Belladonna. Good work. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, I loved both. Actually, so I guess he had three of them. Um, but I had, the I had first, one of them. I had the first two, and they're really good. I mean, I, I liked them. I was a huge fan. Um, okay, so we're going to go back in the day? Yeah, yeah. Let's go back 33 years. 3-3. Three, three. Dude, they are so fucking good. Okay. I love them. Testament this is the course. problem. This is the problem. Okay, we're talking about shows, right? I'm booking my travel because I'm going to Iron Maiden in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Okay. And this is happening October 5th. But October 4th, the Bay Strikes Back is in Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah. Right next door. How do I make it work? I'm thinking I might have to drive to Milwaukee, see the, see the Bay Strikes Back because Testament is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. And then drive to Chicago to see Maiden. Do it. You have to. I think I might. Because, you know, you think about it, bro. Oh, dude. Hold on. There was a whole thing that, I, that we should have talked about. What okay. Well, this week. Okay. First of all, uh, what happened this week? Fucking whacking, right? Or walking. Oh, yeah. Walking. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So they live streamed a bunch of shit. It was super awesome. I watched some of the stuff. It was freaking great. Dude, then they announced the first handful of bands for uh, for Wacken 2023, right? Yep. Iron Maiden fucking headlining. Megadeth is there. I'm like, holy shit. I'm like, maybe 2023 is the year that I go. They announced sale. They announced, they announced the tickets, right? But I'm also working, right? So I was like at meetings and shit. So I couldn't like pay attention. And then, mm-hmm. dude, next this day. Is- they broke their fucking record. They sold 80,000 tickets in less than six hours. <laughs> fucking sold out. Dude. Sorry, man. This is my problem. Oh, and it <laughs> appears as though Wyatt is going. <laughs> we were, we were uh, chatting on Facebook. So, yeah, that's yeah, pretty funny. Wyatt from Pursuit. That's right. That's right. So anyway. This is, this is my concern, Jim. So even if I say, okay, now 2024, I go, this is a bucket list item for me. Like I wanted to go for like 20 years, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. The bands that I listen to, they're getting older. And we just don't know how long they can keep doing what they're doing. So that's why it's like, oh no, I missed them. I mean, are Iron Maiden and Megadeth going to be able to be around for another two years? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna. We can hope. We can hope. So now that what what now what I would like to do. So this is why I was kind of I was hesitant because I'm really hoping for another mega cruise in mm-hmm. 2023. They should be announcing it anytime now. So if if there is one, we'll see. They did Dang. they did email all of us saying that they're looking forward for uh, a, another one. So oh, cool. 
Ugh. Anyway, okay, sorry. Back to where we were, what we were talking about. What we were talking about? Oh, I know what we were talking That's about. Dude, motherfucking Axel, uh, Alex Skolnick. Here, um, mm-hmm. do you remember where you were, man? Testament, practice what you preach. Where were you? When it came out or the first time I heard it? <laughs> I was going to say, well, were you like, were you into them prior? So you knew that this was coming or no? No, um, I got into them on the low record. Got it. That's right. Okay. But I went back in time and got them all. One of my favorite bands. And obviously, Practice What You Preach is a great song. But that riff, Sins of Omission. Yeah, bro. So good. So good. And the ballad might be one of the best ballads. Yeah. So, uh, so Practice What You Preach, that album, their third studio album, this was the band's first album to crack the Billboard 100. It entered at uh, number 77, but it stayed on the ch- on the, the chart, the Billboard 100 chart, for 12 weeks. Nice. And that was because of the song The Ballad and Greenhouse Effect that got heavy radio play throughout the rock radio stations and on MTV. Um, but yeah, I, I think every mixtape I made for every girl I had a crush on had The Ballad on it. So... <laughs> Just 12 times. That's right. Yeah, it's pretty cool, dude. I, uh, yeah, I always, um, and if, uh, if Iron Dick and the Wiener are listening, <laughs> so <laughs> I'll never live this down, bro. So it was Testament, Megadeth, and Judas Priest. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was this album, right? It, and so they, like, they went to the show without me. Like I wasn't really friends with them yet, but I was kind of friends with them. Like, and uh, yeah, they really bummed me out that I didn't go to that show. It would have been fucking killer, but so yeah. Anyway, pretty cool, dude. Yeah. You got another one here. So <laughs> this debut album by uh, none other than our own Rob Helford. Debut album, so uh, uh, titled Resurrection. This was released in 2000, recorded over the span of of two years. Isn't that crazy? I I just it it's because he was doing a bunch of other shit, right? Mm -hmm. But the one thing that I love, like, has a lot of great songs on it. But one of my favorite fucking tracks is the track that he does with Bruce Dickinson, the one you love to hate. sorry man like just imagine if you could see that live like it would have been so fucking cool <laughs> anyway yeah so uh i can't believe that that album came out 21 years ago i'm a fan it's awesome so check it out i don't know i got a new mic and i don't know what these buttons do hopefully it was still working can you still hear me yes <laughs> <laughs> you fucker um, <laughs> 
oh, when we, Today when we jump, the date. yeah, we jump forward. We're going to, uh, again, take a look at that, uh, that new band fugitive fugitive. Yes. That is this week's today in the day, new wave of thrash band fugitive. Check them out. Check it out. Um, let's do this one. The crazy thing, like every time, every time, like we have a podcast and we start talking, every time I go to a fucking show, every time I get all jazzed up, I'm like, dude, I should totally like dust off my guitar and fucking play. Look, there it is. It's in the corner. Mm-hmm. He's naughty. He spends time in the corner. Hey, those of you that are on the video String podcast, those of you on the video podcast, see this photo right here? This photo right here. This, that photo, that's my dad playing drums. Nice. Isn't that crazy? When my dad passed, like I had no idea. My dad passed. I was at my grandma's going through old photos and I found this old black and white photo of him playing drums. What? <laughs> I didn't even know there was a thing. So I took this little photo and I blew it up into a poster, nice. but uh, yeah, God, you never, you never know, man, dude, let's do some follow-ups. What's this? Yeah. Isn't that what you just played? No, the flayed disciple. What's that? Flayed disciple. So back in March, I think. They sent us an email to check Ooh. them out that they had heard our show and wanted to be featured on it or mentioned on it. And I didn't see the email until I think May. And then I've been listening to them ever since, but I keep, well, I haven't been on too many episodes the last couple months. So part of the reason why I have not mentioned Flayed Disciple, holy shit, so good. They have a new EP out. Um, they've had an eight-year hiatus. They have a new EP called A Hell in Living Flesh. Ooh. Five songs. I Am Leviathan, Warmaster, Arch Contaminator, Flayed Disciple, The Dark Other. They've been around since, I think, uh, early 2000s. Awesome. Well, I want to... So, yeah, so they've yeah, been wanna, around for a while. I was going to say, I want to apologize. It took us so long. My, my apologies yes. if, if we missed this one again. You know, email can sometimes get lost. There's a lot of emails that come in. So, um, but yeah, let's go give Flayed Disciple um, a little, a uh, little listen here. That is freaking awesome. That was I am Leviathan. Pretty awesome, oh. dude. So yeah, where are they? Where are they from? England. Dude, they've had a, they've we had got a, we got someone from the UK. I mean, I know I we have listeners like all over. It's pretty great when you look at the analytics, but that's just yeah. freaking awesome. Somebody reached out to us from the UK. Thank you, man. Oh, yeah. Thank you for listening. And we'll definitely yep. make sure we get links to all this stuff in the show notes. That's awesome. Yep, but this EP is one of my go-tos if I think, okay, I want to listen to something different or, or not different, but like if I'm listening to liquid metal all the time and I'm about to exercise or something, I usually put on something that's strictly heavy and like thrashy because liquid metal kind of goes all over the place between genres yep. and everything. So when I'm 
working out, I want something just thrashy, heavy, punch me in the face. And this is one of my go-tos. This EP is so good. That is awesome. That's very cool. Yeah, it's interesting. I've been, uh, again, this week, traveling for work. So what I've been listening to um, is uh, the new Amana Marth. Dude, mm-hmm. can't, can't get enough. I mean, literally, I didn't realize, and I think, you know, I was kind of late to the game. And I'm going to have to go back to listen to, like, back catalog stuff. Because I just, they're, I, I mean, I'll just be blunt. They're better than what I thought they would be. You know what I mean? Like I've seen them live. They opened for Megadeth. I listened to some of the other like singles, if you could say, right. Some standout tracks, yep. but this album is good. Like every freaking song gets you. And so the, I'm a, the Amana Marth album, the great heathen army. I've been also listening to the handful of tracks from the new blind guardian. Um, obviously the new, the two new tracks from Megadeth and um and then I've been listening again. I would fall back to listen to the few tracks off of the new Arch Enemy, which drops this week, I think, tomorrow, I think. Yep. I would like to say Extinction AD, you're still safe in first place for my album of the year. But Flayed Disciple, since they put an EP, is the only reason why. If that was mm-hmm. a full album. It might be, might take you out. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah, I'm going to have to... Yeah, it's gonna take some. Well, where what are we at? We're at August. Okay, I'll have to figure that out. What's gonna be my album of the year? <laughs> Maybe it hasn't been released yet. Yeah, yeah, guys. Hey, I want to thank everyone for listening. Any last words here before we wrap up, Jim? Cheese and um, crackers. A little more. No, just a few random words. Cheese. I had some smoked cheddar today. It was fantastic. Not Gouda. <laughs> I, uh, hey, I want to thank everyone for listening. Thank everyone for watching. I want to please uh, hit us up on social. Send us an email. Again, hit us up on social. Again, I'm sorry if it takes us uh, long to reply. We'll definitely try to reply uh, um, in a more timely manner. Go ahead and uh, hit us up at thethrashreport at gmail.com. You can always get all our socials at thrashreport.com along with past episodes and all the show notes and stuff absolutely check it out make sure you follow us wherever you get your podcasts we really would appreciate getting a review on apple podcasts we got a few reviews up there now it's so great we're, we're so humbled thank you so much for leaving such great reviews and then um also please go to our youtube channel go ahead and like and subscribe on the youtube channel and as the you know the cool kids say, smash the bell, smash the like button. You get notified um, when we drop new videos. Thank you, everyone. Have a great, fantastic rest of your week and a great metal weekend. We'll see you next time on the Thrash Report. See you.